like a like a town builder, essentially. So it looks like the town building is it's your like way of getting power. Like you build groups, and the more you're worshipped, the more powerful. But you when you when you go to missions, though, so you go into like the like areas like the dark wood or whatever, and it's like you, um, it's every time you complete like a, an area like a little dungeon, mm-hmm. um, you go to a screen that shows you like a map of like different paths to take. And so you like, it's like that climbing path to get to the end of the oh, top. Oh, okay. And then as you go through though, you'll like meet like people who have like car- like tarot cards that you'll like flip over and gain like different roguelite abilities. Yep, yep, yep. And then, um, or you'll find like. So it's closer to Hades than. Yeah. And than you'll the, enter the gun. Yeah. And you'll find like your, your people who you can save like worshipers, like being like either tied up by other cultists for other cults because there's like a bunch of cults that are are trying to kill you oh okay you're like the prophet of this like dark god essentially yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. oh that sounds awesome because and there are other dark gods too so i don't think anyone's good here (laughs) (laughs) no one's good you're all just versions of shit and who cares and i think the only reason why you're like you don't necessarily feel evil is because you are like a cute little lamb and you have a bunch of cute little followers (laughs) that's adorable but like at the same time it's like I do love that it was all dark and dark, and then they just go to like. It felt like they were clearly making a joke on. Um, oh, what's that game that Amanda likes? Um, the, the one with the island in the town that you Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing, yeah. yeah. It suddenly went to like happy and people like building a thing together, and like yeah. woohoo! <laughs> there's another trailer, and it's really funny because like it's all them smiling and stuff. And at one point, there's like some of them are smiling and waving as they're like dumping a body into. Yeah. The <laughs> So like there, it's it's a fun game, and it like it. I love me some some absurdist humor, and that's what it is. It's absurdist humor, like at its best. So it's it's pretty fantastic. It. Like yeah, it's just it's one of those um, games. Like as you saw it on the horizon, you're if you were watching it, you're like, this is gonna be good. Well, I saw, <laughs> and then it came out, and then it was just as good as everyone thought it was gonna be. I I'm in a phase, and I I'm, I think I'm a lot of people are always in this phase or a lot of the time in this phase yeah. of I feel like I'm drowning right now in video games it doesn't help that I've had a lot of I think obligations is the wrong word because that implies I don't want to do it right but other non-video game related activities that have come up yeah, yeah like I just went to Ren Fair. oh yeah how was that it things were overpriced people yeah. were dressed up yeah but it was a nice day like it was cool. good it was fine like I, I had a good time yeah. uh, we always do we, we Although next year I've got an idea. Mm. Um, so usually th- th- this time we went on Pirate Weekend. Okay. So we all dressed up like pirates. Oh yeah, I knew somebody who was actually um, doing that. Who was running that? Oh yeah. Yeah. So this this year was or not this year, but like every they do it for like three months or something. Like every weekend for three months. Really? Yeah. Like uh, two I'm at I'm least like, two months. This is the thing over in like Amherstburg. No, no, it's in Michigan. It's in the States. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking of something else then. Yeah. Um, so the day we went was Pirates and Pups. So it's open for you to take your dog. That's specifically it. designed to take your dog. It's it's the dog weekend. It's the dog weekend. Um, but they also do Pirates and themes. So we, we dressed up as Pirates. Because it's the only weekend we could go because I'm about to go on vacation. Sure. We usually do other themes. But next year, I'm maybe, we'll see if I can do this right. I'm going to go as a cleric of Shaylin from the Pathfinder universe. Yeah. And you're thinking, Shaylin, that's the colorful, yeah, yeah, peacocky well, artisan. Well, yeah, but, okay, go on. I'm interested to hear this part. <laughs> so I am going to go in there with um, a shield, a white shield. Sure. White armor. 
Okay. This like clothy material. This is making a lot less sense now. I know. I know. <laughs> go on. Um, and I'm going to go with like a bandolier. Yeah. Of paint pots, and my weapon will be an oversized paintbrush. I'm uh, going to be inviting people to paint on me. Wow. With the rainbow colors. That's brave. I know. Good luck. Yeah. I it's going to look like garbage. Oh, it's totally going to look like garbage, but who cares? Like Maybe it won't, though. Maybe it'll look fantastic. The worst thing that could happen, I think. Okay, there's two worst things that I could see happening. One worse than the other. The worst thing is nobody paints on me. That would be terrible. That would be awful. That would probably be the worst. I think that's the worst. So I have to be really selly and like, to, like, hey guys, it's okay because you know, painting on someone is like it's this kind of weird. It, it, so it's, it's not something you normally expect to happen. Not only that, but it also feels wrong when you're doing it. I don't think so, but I mean, I'm also weird. So. That's fair enough. <laughs> um, so I think that'll be the worst part. The other worst part is if everything just turns brown because all the colors are mixing. That, that is <laughs> that is essentially where my mind originally went. Yeah, was that. You're going to get, like, this weird, like, it'll be brown with streaky colors in it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. When you, like, don't fully mix something and you get that weird, like, streaky effect. Yes, and that's what I'm I'm worried about. But I think if I just go, hey, just paint somewhere there isn't already a color and just let everyone only paint in one color, you'll eventually get all the different colors of different sure. artwork all over the place. Yeah. And, and figure that'll be okay. Yeah, just ask for no penises, please. Well, it's like... I, if there's like, like I'm, I'm assuming a lot of it will be kid paintings and stuff like that, like sure. going up to kids and be like, hey, paint, like you do something goofy, right? And that, that's where you're going to get the veinous cock. But you look to teens. We, so we were there and I'm big into Final Fantasy 14 right now. Like I, I accidentally oh, fell into oh, the pit. Oh, really? Yeah. So you fell into that cult. I fell into that cult somehow. You should somehow. really play Cult of War. <laughs> I know, I know. That's the cult I fell into. And there is a chick. I mean, it's easy to do. It is so easy to do. It is so easy to do. Uh, but I, I, there's a chick at the uh, lady, girl, whatever, uh, at there that was dressed up as y- Yashtola from sure. Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, oh, right. And yeah. she was just this high, like older high schooler, young college. And it was just the most drama I have ever seen. Like, we were just sitting there eating food, and she just comes to the table, slams her head against the table. She's dressed up as Yashtola, like, yeah, full, like full clearly, on Yashtola. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, <laughs> oh my God, I, oh. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, I don't know what's going on in your life, but first of all, I don't want to know. <laughs> Second of all, that is I, more drama in five minutes than I've had in an entire decade. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. <laughs> so anyway, the fun little story. I still bring get joy from that. That's amazing. Welcome to Ronin Geek Podcast. Of course. <laughs> I am your host this time again because Alex is gone and I am multicolored priest of Shaylin, Plebeian Adam. Huh. Okay. And just Rob. So, Watsy, we haven't really touched D&D in a while. Um, Maybe yes and no. no. I, I actually am a part of a the most bizarre fucking server. Like, it's like one of those things like, you know when you find something, you're like, wow, this is amazing. And then it's like super overwhelming. Sure. So, there's a, there's a Discord server that I joined that's a play-by-post server. Um, and the whole thing is D&D for like literally like 200 people are that in this sense. server. It's the most popular but, game. But here's the crazy thing. It's all automated. Wait, what? Yeah, even the adventuring is automated. What? All Discord bots. I'm not even shitting you. So it's kind of like the text-to-speech yeah. thing that 100%. people just put in. And yep. It's crazy. It's crazy. Does it ask for roles? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It does the whole fucking thing. 
It's like, it's the most complex system of Discord bots I've ever seen. All right. Like you can literally, well, like I'm going to this room, you use the bots, it moves your character and all the other channels disappear. And like, it's just fucking crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. That I, like I, I, my brain tells me, yes, that's possible. The other part of my brain goes, but fucking why? Yeah. (laughs) The only problem with that one is that it's like, it's mired in a bunch of like, a lot of like BS, but like I have another one that a friend of mine uh, runs and she does a really, really good job. It's not as complex, like channels don't disappear and stuff like that on you. I'm sure she could do it if she really wanted to, but like the community is like huge and it's like a, I don't remember how many hundreds of people, but it's quite a few and it uses the same stuff, but I think to better effect because okay. there, because there are still uh, DMs that will jump in and do story things and whatnot, and like actual like adventures. Take over the AI for a bit, or even just shut out the AI. Yeah, and just be like, okay, we're gonna do this. Sorry, take over he, for the AI. Yeah, for it's a like bit. it's like a dedicated adventure. That makes sense. And it's a uh, it's the server is really cool. I haven't been able to play on either of them to any extent. If I actually did, I'd probably play on my friends because I have other friends there as well. That makes sense. Uh, but the other one was just neat, seeing like, holy shit, this is how complex it can get. So was the last time you played D&D with me? Like D&D 5? Like, like before this? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, actually. So that's probably the last time I played as well. I think I might have played since then, here and there, in one of uh, Rich from the Raised by Spoilers podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, you probably played with them more recently than I played with you. Not by much. I gave up on Pathfinder a while ago. Pathfinder? Or, sorry, d and It's going to be like, really? Did you tell Paul that? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I gave up on D&D a while ago. Yeah. Um, so this is because D&D put out their, they had their big announcement. Right. Which is one D&D. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was like the subtitle, everybody hates this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It. I, I find it, okay, so first of all, I was first upset by the name. And they're like, oh, it's one D&D. And everyone's joking. It's like one D&D rule them all or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the point they're trying to make. And at first I was really upset by that. But then I realized they did the same thing for D&D 5e. They yeah. did D&D Next. Yeah. It was just a code name. Yeah. And then they eventually changed it to D&D 5e. Yeah. Now that I'm a few years wiser, I'm a decade wiser. <laughs> a few years slash decade. Yeah. Um, and I've been through, I don't know one or two edition changes technically, depending on how you calculate it. Yeah. Um, I just view this as Watsi trying desperately to avoid the edition wars. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like, okay, so we've been through a lot of games. Yeah. Um, I can't think of a lot of examples where anyone has done this play while they're popular to good true. effect. True, true, true. Um, so I'm interested to see how it plays out. I don't think it's going to. I don't. I I hope, honestly, that they look at the reaction and go, mm-hmm, yep, this was a mistake, and just stop. I don't think they will. I don't think they will. Because, but here's no. the reason why I think that they should consider that. I understand. Yeah, they, they need to rebuy, have everyone rebuy the core book. Uh, but <laughs> it's that it's that time of year again to rebuy all the cores. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but when you do this, you're alienating everybody who's collected everything up to that point. That's why we call it the edition wars. Yeah. So <laughs> ultimately, I think it's like 
it's one of those situations where you're damned either way. But the problem is, is that they've got everybody on boarded with five. Yeah. And that's going to bite them in the ass. Oh, yeah. Because, well, I mean, like, they, they don't have a choice, right? No. Like, obviously, it's like you don't choose when your game gets popular, but you do choose when you go to the next edition. And, I mean, they probably have better research on, to, on when they need to jump to the next one better than I would know, but it feels wrong to me. It, you know, it's it sounds weird to say, but it, I mean, it feels too early. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Is that they're they are they've cultivated such a crowd and such a phenomenon that like nobody else has in the tabletop industry, like in modern day at least. Yeah, and um, they are they're like going all right now that we've got this ball, <laughs> throw it over there. <laughs> and it's like and wait, then the I'm ball's gonna... rolling. No, I want it to go in a different direction. Yeah, and on top of that, they're like, and while it's in the air, I'm gonna change clothes really quick, but I'll only get to my underwear because this. <laughs> Does not really work. So, like, they're going to be in their underwear slash the core book. Yeah. And that'll be it. Or, sorry, they'll have a monster thing that'll be a recycled monster thing. And uh, whatever. But, I don't know. So, yeah. I I know that we come from a land of we are not devote D&D, Watsy people. Um, So, in order to set the precedent, because I do have ideas and thoughts on this new edition... And it, it, I, it wasn't what I originally expected. I'm not going to lie. I, I had a certain thought when I first started reading it. Mm-hmm. And the more I read, the more my thoughts changed. Okay, so this will be interesting. So why did you... Okay, why... I You've stated you don't like 5e, I think, right? Yeah, but there's a... Okay, so... Yeah, it's it's hard to say because... I know that I can like 5e because I've had sessions of 5e that I enjoyed. Okay. Like when we were playing for a short bit. Yeah, yeah um, we've had a few good Minds of Fandelver when we were trying it out. Minds was pretty good. I liked Strahd when we played a... Oh, yeah, there's a few good Strahd, I yeah. was there at the beginning for Strahd, and then I dropped out. Um, but when I was playing, I had fun. Uh, the... Issue I have found with D&D is twofold. One is probably the point you're trying to make, which is the mechanics are too simplified and open to interpretation mm-hmm. way too much. The other issue I have with it is technically you could argue setting um, in that I don't <laughs> like how low-powered it is. And, like, I don't need to be, like, fucking... Mega Man with like a thousand things and like a bunch of like crazy magic and shit like that or yeah, but like the the point of the game to me feels like it's ultimately gear quest. You know, get your character to the point where they're the hero, and it never feels like you really get there. Yeah, Um, not on the gear side of things. On the progression side of things, it's fine. Like what you unlock with your character, new spells, new abilities, all that. Sure, that I don't think that that's been a problem i think gear is a problem mm-hmm. in D because it's just either the gear is just not substantial enough like in the sense of like it doesn't wow me mm-hmm. yeah and um half of the gear that i want doesn't exist yeah yeah or I, actually i would probably say 75 percent of the gear i want doesn't exist and coming from pathfinder 1e anyone who's played pathfinder 1e knows 
That's not a problem when you're playing Pathfinder. There's five versions of everything you want with yeah. slight variations. And a, and a bunch of random shit that nobody wants that I find uses for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you you actually talk very well because I I do talk about the mechanics a lot and yeah. how I don't like it. And I don't like the simplification. Yeah. It's not that I don't think that it's simplified. It's that I think it's, it's not too, written. It's too, yeah. It's, Therefore, I have to write it. Right. So it's it's not standardized to the point where moving from table to table, it's a problem. Yeah. you. There are so many different house rules. Everyone plays D&D differently, which has value. Sure. And if you're playing with the same group, it's not a problem. Yeah. But when you're like us and you and you sometimes move between groups and play with different people, it's a problem. And not only that, but it, depending on how you DM, there comes a point where, like, how many times do you go and look at an item or invent an item because you understand the balance of the game, you don't need to go, hey, Adam, what about these rules? Yeah. You don't need to, you know, we call it Mother May I. That's our term sure, for sure. it. Um, and Actually, I don't, even, I don't even know that that was our version of that term. Uh, yeah. It, okay, fair <laughs> enough. It's a term I've called it, which is the Mother sure. May I version. It's I think the, I've heard it before. Go to the DM and say, Mother May I, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, do an acrobatics check. Whereas when it comes down to our turn, you can look at your character sheet, make the decision you want to make. You already know your odds of success more or less, yeah. and you already know the rules. I don't need to tell you. You just say, hey, Adam, I do a thing. And as a DM, that to me unloads a lot of the effort yeah. onto the players, which there's already a huge divide between effort-wise. Well, And this yeah. helps bridge that gap, I think. And I find that that's like the, one of the graces of our Saturday group is that a lot of the times like for player stuff is like if you're hosting, you just don't even you don't even really pay attention to what we're doing half the time because you just trust that we're doing it right. Yeah. Well, when I first started playing, I would look over your character sheet sure. when you first started joining yes. us. I'd be like, okay, are you doing it right? Make sure everything's going well. Now, yeah. how many times have I asked for your character sheet? Never. Since, since our last two adventures. I never. Exactly. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, yeah. I know. He's just and, he's and, just going to do what he needs to do. And to be honest, if there's a mistake and I find it, I call myself out on it. <laughs> yeah, and you'll just fix it quietly yeah. the next game or something. Like, oh, fuck, I fucked that up. And yeah. I've done it before. Sure. But, you know, people know. They mention it. You go to level up when you go, oops. <laughs> you recalculate your numbers and go, oops, fuck that up. Yeah. Um, no. But who cares? Yeah. If you're off by a number, the game's not going to end. Yeah, um, that was a problem recently in my vampire game. They looked at my sheet and they're like, hey, you got like seven things on here that are wrong. I'm like... Oops. <laughs> and I'm like, backspace, backspace, backspace. I'm like, is that better? Yep. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Mubby. Um, but no, so that was my main problem with the mechanics. The other thing I had uh, mechanics is every class, because they tried to simplify everything, every class felt samey. I felt mechanically like there was no difference between the warlock and the hunter. Yeah. Or the ranger, I guess you would call them. Yep. I understand what you're saying because it is essentially reflavored text. It's I shoot a bow or I shoot magical bolt. Yes. Neither of them had any different impacts. Exactly. Yeah. Ex absolutely. And so you, you get what I'm talking 100%. about. 100%. And it wasn't the same all across the board, but there no. was a lot of similarities between a lot of them. The fight difference between a paladin and a fighter, not fucking much. <laughs> you have to go out of your way to make them different in order to make them different. Yeah, but even then, it's, it's, it's like, only minorly different. Yeah, but like anybody who builds their characters genuinely close to the core concept, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. So because, and then your your other thing where you go, okay, well that's just mechanics. You can change mechanics. Like, yeah, you can. Sure. Or I can just go with another game system that's done it for me. I don't have to go build mechanics. That's my whole point. Everything about Watsi and D and D, I as the DM have to build. Yeah. I have to make the classes more unique. I, the adventure paths aren't even all that well written. They're written more like a, 
they're written more like a um, a world, like you're talking about a setting, and then I'm supposed to make an adventure in that setting with some minor guidelines. Yeah, motherfucker, I've got a full time job and a podcast. <laughs> I don't have time for this shit. So give me an adventure path. Write me an adventure path. Get writers who are good at this and yeah. pay them money so that I don't have to. Yeah. And they never they don't do that either. So everything in Watsy World, in my mind, is, you know, make up. You have to make up the content. Welcome to early access. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it just they never really expanded. <laughs> they never really. We got to get a new one of those. I, I know. I, I owe you the money for it. <laughs> they they never expand us past that. And I think that's where my my killer was. And also all the buffs were pretty vague and, and boring and stuff like that. Have you. Okay, so I'm. Um, I was wondering if this was just me, but like I'm so I'm playing a cleric in my one game. Um D D D D five E. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I say playing, I'm not super active at all. I think I've done one drink uh one scene where my character arrived at a tavern drunk, teleported by a wizard that they didn't really know that well. <laughs> and was just like tripping balls on this like weird shit they rubbed in their eyes. Okay. <laughs> and, like that was my role play. <laughs> but otherwise I've been playing this cleric and whenever I look forward on like my progression, I'm looking at my spell list. And I'm like, there's like fucking nothing here. No, there's nothing. And it's like embarrassing. Yep. Cause I'm like, how long has five E been out? And then I look and I'm like, really? And this is your fucking cleric spell list. Yep. Or this is your wizard spell list. And I'm just like, these are boring as fuck. Yeah. I should have played a fucking fighter. <laughs> what was I thinking? Because like at this point I'm adding complexity for no reason. Yep. And it's like, why i'm just i'm struggling to meet stats that i i don't need to meet because i can do the same character easier with a sword and a bow yeah yeah absolutely um so that being said now that they've announced a little bit of one dnd i don't think there i don't know if there's much to talk about with regards to their they got rid of dnd beyond which was owned and run by another company Oh, that's funny because uh, I'm using D&D Beyond in our thing. For, it ties into a lot of our bots. It does. Well, it also ties into, uh, I guess it's, the company that does is a third party and they do a lot of Vampire the Masquerade. Oh, do they really? A huge amount of that stuff. A lot of the third party stuff yeah. that isn't D&D, they do. Oh, neat. And they started, so they originally licensed with D&D and did D&D Beyond. But now what happened is Watsy, not happy about giving other people money, they took their ball and they went <laughs> they, home. They're doing it again. Yeah, by themselves. So again? they're they're launching their own system. I don't know. Okay. Like they're launching their own virtual system. Okay. Tabletop mixed with sheets and But like <sighs> I'm sorry. Like, okay, so <laughs> we've seen people do this. Yeah. And I don't care how much research you think you've done into the subject as a gamer i can tell you it's a bad idea because i have real data not just speculative data it's called origin and you compare it to steam or you compare anything else to steam yeah <laughs> and it's like i get that you you know have should have competition stuff like that but it never goes well no you can't when pull everybody it all when everybody is already using something and you pull the rug out from under them, they don't thank you for it. No. So it's like, if you want to do that kind of thing, don't shut out the competition, just be better than them. Yep. And the competition does this really crazy thing. It's called goes the fuck away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Because here's the thing is that when you're like, this is the official thing and it's as good or better than the other thing, nobody else is using the other thing. Yeah. Ever again. People will immediately move over and then you just wait and then that surface will just dwindle and die. Yeah. And not only that, but now you're like, okay, this poor, this project only does D&D stuff. I'm sorry, but if I can do the thing that does more than D&D stuff, I'm likely going to do that one too. Especially yeah. if I can get third-party stuff in there, which right. is a lot cheaper. Yeah. And I can get more. Right. And but like they're a toy company. They're going to, mo- they want to monetize this stuff like a toy. Like a, this, it's, you're supposed to get like digital actual models. supposed to look like a model on a digital platform. And, and you, you'll buy like, let's say you buy Tomb of Horrors. You'll get set pieces that are 3D set pieces and 3D models to put in the system. Is D&D 1 going proprietary or is it still going to be open? Oh, I, we don't know yet. It's pro. I oh my god! It'll probably be just as open as five E. I'd hope. I don't think it's gonna be. You might not. Because here's the thing: I can't trust them because they have a history of fucking that up. They have a up. history, and they're and they're showing signs of it literally right now in our conversation. <laughs> Why? Because oh yeah, because of how they're, they're shutting treating... other people out to do their own proprietary shit. Yep, yep. Which is indicative of what they did when they went to four. Yep. So you know what's gonna happen? This is gonna come out. Core Finder is going to release. <laughs> Core Finder is going to do really well. And then everything else, and everything else will just wave, wave, wave goodbye. Yeah. And then they'll do D&D 7. And then everyone will be back. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. Because at that point, they've established a repetitive history of the same mistake. Yeah. And at, the, and at that junction in time, and especially now when they've got so much fame, like worldwide acclaim, I would argue... In the sense of like, it's people, D&D is now a household product name. Yeah. Thank you, Stranger Things. Well, it was it was a pro, it was a household name, but it wasn't a household product. Not everyone had it in their house, but they knew the name. Sure. Now, a lot of people have their books. Yes. Yeah, exactly. They have at least the player's guide. Yeah. A lot of people. And most people, once they have the player's guide, it's like cocaine. They get the rest. Yeah. Um, but the, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. It, it feels like a dumb move. It does feel like a dumb move, but here's here's my problem with it. Okay, yeah, because you were saying that you were starting to get convinced. So the name I thought was stupid. Sure. And then I went, oh, okay, it's a it's a demo name. It'll they'll change it to whatever they want to later. Their whole sales pitch is the thing I still fucking hate. They're when you ask them, is this a new edition? Their answer always starts with, no, it's bigger than that. The fuck is bigger than a new the fuck are you talking about? What is this a new fucking cult? Like what are you talking about? What's bigger than a... Di- what the fuck is this? Like, don't give me... It feels like uh, marketing fucking jargon words. You know why? Because it is. Because it is. Well, they don't... That's what I mean. It sounds like they're actively avoiding saying it's a new edition because they're trying desperately okay. well, if it's to not hide new, the edition. So it's not a new edition, then all of five is compatible with it, right? Well, they... So here's the shtick. Oh, these fuckers. Okay. They say that it is. But here's a problem with that concept, okay? Here's a problem with that concept. So in the new design, um, in what we have okay. so far. hold on a second. Before you tell it to me, <laughs> I need to know if they've done it a particular way. Okay. Because there is a way in my mind that makes sense. And if they're doing it this way, then I am interested to know more. I mean, I'm interested to know more anyway because I want to see how they're going to fucking burn. <laughs> but I mean, like, okay. So is this in concept like a hat 
in the sense of like an expansion in the original sense where it's like you can add on these rules and it is backwards compatible but if you want if you don't so like it's only works one way though right so if you add all these things on you can't take them away at any point in your game but it feels like this is something that you can like attach to anything that's ongoing or is going to be in the future and you can just tweak and play yes okay fuckers yeah that's smart so here's the shtick they've already been doing that yeah uh they've already put out books that are like here's some extra rules you might want to use here's some different extra rules you might want to use don't get me wrong pathfinder's done that too when they added the Everybody, ultimate entry everybody's done that but they're they're doing it in a bigger way and that's why they worded it like that yes and i identified it from that fucking phrase and i yes. hate that i did that yeah because i could tell exactly where they're going but with this here is the shtick it's bullshitty because it is they so they put out these new origins. This isn't anything new. So instead of getting, you know, normally you get like your you get plus two to strength because you're an orc or a half yeah, orc. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you get it all because your backgrounds. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Who gives a fuck? Your race gives you some like racial abilities, which I think is cool. Your race doesn't give you stat increases. It yeah. gives you abilities. Yeah. Activable actions to take. Yep. I call them actions or abil abilities are actions, things you can do. Are they kind of like, hmm, what would you call them? Or features. Uh, like, uh, oh, wait, there's a word for this that we had in Pathfinder. I think it's called spell-like abilities. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, actually. Um, yeah, exactly. But more than just spell-like. You know, they're supernatural. There's extra. Sure. Ex yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah. You'll also get like dark vision and stuff like that. Sure, 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 sure. sure. Um, for example, dwarves now, instead of just having like, oh, I can read the stones, they get <laughs> tremor sense when they're touching yeah. stone. Okay, wait. This has got to be integrated into what I'm playing because I'm pretty sure I specifically have seen that example. Well, they see, here's the shtick. In later books from D&D &D 5e, yeah. they added on mechanics that do that. That you could, instead of taking the standard dwarf, you can take this version of the dwarf. So these mechanics have already kind of existed in a... There's already technically a 5.5 out there. Oh, those... Fox, they're just selling it as a as a, a collaborated fucking book of like yes. all these new rules in it, and they're adding on more. Like they're changing so more they, than what they put. So out. they're doing like a seasonal fucking change. Yeah, and they're gonna keep. It's fucking, a patch. It, it's a fucking battle pass. It's a fucking. Yeah. No, that's what it is. Yeah. And then the next one's gonna come along, and you know what? It's not a new system. It's how much more. It's bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Um, I I think that's fine. Like I I like the honest, idea. It's, it's a good idea. I think it's good because it's not just giving you numbers. It's giving you actions, and actions are the most important part. And you're smart fox. So I went. This is actually like I kind of like no their I direction. Like, I I like it because like it is the right way to go because it it's like um it's Overwatch two essentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we're not taking away your content. We're enhancing it. Yeah. Exactly. It's not bad. Um, and no, then it's smart. Then, so here's the thing is I was talking to Rich, Rich from Raised by Spoilers, who is an avid D&D, current sure. existent fan. He came into 5e. Yep. Um, and that's all he knows. Yep. He, he's reserving, for the most part, he's reserving his, so he's not like, fuck that. Like he's not, re he's reserving his judgment still. But the whole point you can is tell you he's not hyped. happy. Yeah, 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 you can tell he's not happy because nobody it. reserves judgment when they're happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
you might as well just fucking you might as well just fucking go i'm mad and here's why fuck everybody because otherwise you're just like i'm not mad <laughs> you're totally right <laughs> and rich has such good opinions too he should be the one arguing i, I asked him to come on this one he's like no oh, no i don't think so <laughs> He, I don't, I don't think he wants to voice his opinion yet. Uh, I think he's he's holding it back because he doesn't want to be angry immediately. Um, Get mad, yo! So, but the best part is I was talking to him the other day, and one of the things that really boggles his brain, which is hilarious to me, <laughs> in the new one D and D, whatever six whatever. version six, whatever they're going to D- call it, D and D five point three seven. Yeah, well, I I, I think it's more like a D and D five point five. But with sure. all the mods they've put out, there's already like a 5.25. Like if you include all the yeah, changes yeah, throughout yeah, all the books, yeah, yeah. I think this is more of like a 5.5. Yeah, sure. It's really just D&D 5A or sorry, D&D 5B at this point. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, but they added, they're giving everyone a feat at level one. And that boggles his fucking brain. That's As good. a Pathfinder that's, plane. That's actually good. And that's, it's more than good. As a Pathfinder player, first, I find that fucking hilarious that that boggles his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, motherfucker, they get, like, four feats at the beginning depending on what they choose. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) In Pathfinder. If you build your character like a Like Like a feat monkey. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But here's the deal. Their feats in this one... (gasps) Turn off your Discord, Adam. The notifications, Adam. (laughs) Whoops. I didn't turn when we were watching the, 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 the computer. The yeah, computer yeah, we were fun. watching the video. I didn't turn down the uh, the board. That's yeah. my bad. Ah. Ah. Um, so the feats in this one are far more interesting, which I really, really, really like. Yeah. Um, let's see if I can find this. That's gnomes of any worlds are still. In yeah, the... gnomes. Yeah, gnomes. I'm oh. actually playing a, a changeling right now. These are D and D. All right. Yeah. So let's take a look at this one. So this is a. Um, Parts of a feat, yeah, we don't care about that. So these are these are level one feats you can take. Um, let's this is so this is the first level feat. Prerequisites none, repeatable. That doesn't matter. Just don't worry about the mechanics. Yeah. Always on look of danger, <laughs> flavor text. Don't worry about them. Yeah, it, you don't need to worry. I know what you're doing. When you roll initiative, uh, you can add your proficiency bonus to the roll. So that's just it gives you a flat number. So you it's cool. like improved initiative. That's yeah, it. Yeah. But here's the important part. Initiative swap. Immediately after you roll initiative, you can swap your initiative with the initiative of one willing ally in the same combat. So it's not only giving you a number, it's giving you an action to take. It's giving you something to do, which I fucking love. I love action-based feats. To me, that's that's something that makes your character more unique. So let me get this straight. Do a lot of them have this thing where there's like, here's the passive benefit, here's the active benefit. Yes, um, crafter, uh, tool proficiency. You gain tool proficiency with three different artists and tools of your choice, so three different sure, crafting yeah. types. Discount, it's a passive. Whenever you buy a non-magical item, you receive 20% discount on it. Oh. Codified, Cra- faster crafting. When you craft an item using a tool which you have tool proficiency, the required crafting number is reduced by 20%. Cool, okay. Huh. Kind of active, kind That's of passive, good. but yeah, two yeah, passives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Healer, no, no, whatever. Um, Battle Medic, if you have a healer's kit, you can expend one use of it to tend a creature within five feet of you as an action. That creature expands one of its hit dice, and it does, like, the the, the short rest healing type thing. And then healing rerolls. When you roll a die to determine the number of hit points you restore the spell, um, you can reroll the die if it rolls a one, and must be the, and you must take the new roll. 
That's good. Yeah, so they're active. active. Yeah. They're there are things that fundamentally they're not just is like the here's for, number two. Here's is two. He the one for musicians. Musicians, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, musicians, you gain tool proficiency with three musical instruments of your choice. Okay, you learn sure. to play passive. Yeah, yeah. As you finish a short rest or a long rest, you can play a song on a ma- on musical instrument with which you have tool proficiency and give inspiration to allies who hear the song. Inspiration is get a dice so that you can roll two dice and take the better result, a d twenty. Oh, it's later a, on like advantage or whatever. It's an it, it's advantage. Yeah, yeah. It, you spend inspiration to have an advantage yeah I, I know some of the lingo i'm not totally out of the loop it's the same as pathfinder 2 has inspiration as well yeah it's um, different though uh, allies who hear the song the number of allies you can affect in this way equals your proficiency bonus so it's still an action you can take to improve your allies yeah it's an action you take and you can take that because you're playing a song and you can role play it like you, you, there's things to do it's not just numbers anymore yeah the um some of the best uh feats and pathfinder are the ones that let you bend the rules to do thing mechanics differently in a way that's like fun and unique like there's yeah. um and some active feats like what's the one or like some of the, like the dirty tricks yes stuff like that those are like more fun because you can kind of like do weird shit with them like yes you can use rope like a whip or you can like yes um i have one on my current character which is whenever i trip someone i get to take an aoo as they go down oh cool so it's an extra action I get to take. It's, yeah. it's it changes the value of my of my actions. I like what's that one where it's like it's like a possessed hand, and you can like take it off and throw it, and it can like run around and shit like the thing like thing from fucking Adam's family. Well, there's one that's or the magic. It it's like the magical hand or magical assistant or something like that. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's like your hand's literally possessed. It can leave your body. <laughs> there's a feat for that. Yeah, it's an awesome feat. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I yeah. think you my, might have mentioned it to me, but I don't, my I don't ninja think you've ever seen it. had it. Or oh. my ninja halfling or whatever he was. That would be great. And I, I used it, like, really, really, really briefly for something that was, like, not needed. Just for funsies. Just for funsies. Well, it was, like, a one-off character, so. That makes sense. But I, I don't, I, I, I like the ideology that they're going for. Yeah. It seems to be action-based. The things you get from your race are not numbers, they're actions. You get numbers from your background, which makes sense. If you're a blacksmith, you're going to be stronger. If you're, uh, right. But they also they emphasize build your own background. Here, here's a fundamental like plus two to the like get, take two ability scores, give it plus two, give take another ability score, give it plus one, and make up a background that makes those make sense. Yeah, that's, that's all we ask. To be honest, that's better. It is. It is. And then they, they give you some examples to like you know kind of you know get you started, but they very much expect you to build your own. Fine by me. That's what we do in Pathfinder. We build our own backgrounds based yeah. on our traits. Yep. Yeah. This is going more in my direction. Yeah, I agree. This is what I wanted out of D&D 5e. Yeah, and to be honest, my my qualms with D&D can be easily remedied by a storyteller that doesn't suck balls. You're absolutely right. I think you're right, though. The problem with D&D 5e, at least, and who knows how far this is going to go, is because everything's so low-powered, the universe feels low-powered, you feel like you have less in the universe, and it feels, I don't want to say less exciting, but less weird shit happens. Yeah, and um, you know, there was a fucking, there's a bunch of meme pictures out there, but there was one that was like, it was like shows this like really bizarre-looking fucking party, like an alien and shit like that in the party, <laughs> and it's like, this is like a like a level twenty D and D party or whatever after like years and years of play or a level one Pathfinder party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's accurate. That sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> because and like, but like that's the thing is like, and that's the hardest part when I explain it to somebody who hasn't played Pathfinder when they've only played D and D, is that I'm like, 
you get to the end of your game and you're like, this is like, I've made this masterful character. It's fantastic and whatnot. We put them to rest now that they're fun. Um, <laughs> and then it's like Pathfinder is like, you make a character, you try to survive the first four levels or so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you have, congratulations, you have a mythical hero that you are now going to grow <laughs> yeah. and to do great fucking things. And you have such a repertoire of like, options ahead of you like you it feels like a world that you're in and the mechanics facilitate that when i'm playing D, I feel like somebody has put me in a world and goes here's all of the knowledge that you've had from your other experience a la pathfinder etc but now nothing works and there's no rules explaining how you do things and we didn't bother giving you much gear because people here don't invent shit <laughs> yeah yes and it's like because no one has any creativity in this universe apparently. that's what it that's what it feels like when i play D, it feels like i'm in an early access world yeah that's what it feels like which is sad because D has so much rich storytelling and stuff yeah but like the the world feels unfinished and it feels like that because of the way the mechanics work yes feel the mechanics match the world because how powerful something is comes from the mechanics right so uh, something that happens in pathfinder that will never happen in DD as it is is i will discover an item on like a random fucking friday the day before session and go wow i had no idea this fucking existed and i can get it and i can bring it into play and do something really crazy and fun. Yeah. And everyone at the table is like, holy shit, what's that? Where did that come from? How And whatnot. But like, at no point does that item feel like it's broken the game. Yes. Because the rules are usually pretty rigorous around it. I mean, yeah, sure, there's examples of people who can cheese shit. But if you have people at your table who are not assheads. Yeah. And, you know, know how to play the fucking game the way it's intended to be played. You're going to be fine. See, <laughs> what I want to specify on that one, because I know there might be some people listening, is... Those moments exist when the we, DM... We might have a listener, one or two. <laughs> yeah, that, that hate that yeah. hate Pathfinder, love sure. Those moments do exist that you're describing, but they only exist when the DM introduces an item. Yes. And then all the players go, oh. Yeah. There is never a time when the DM sits there and goes, what the fuck did you just do? Yeah. In Pathfinder, there are moments where as a DM, the player pulls out an item out of their ass yeah. that the DM goes holy shit yeah and then you don't break the game you just take whatever you know the rule of cool and you've jacked it up by a thousand yeah and even the dm is going oh this is so cool yeah and it feels more like the players are involved and they get to make choices and they right. get to invent cool items and come out with cool items they get that mini feeling of being a dm yeah because they do exist. They're written out and you can trust that they work. Right. And that's the thing, right? Is you can trust that they work because you know that they've gone through the same creation process. Like everything is in the game and it's relatively well balanced. Yes. So, yeah. yeah it, it, and because everything's so, like the rules are so written. Yes. You can, you as a player can come to this and go, is this too overpowered? True. If it's too overpowered, I know I need to do something to calm it down. Yeah. You can almost be a mini DM. Yeah, in a lot of ways. And I like that. As a DM, like I said, that's what, what I like is it takes a lot of effort off of the DM. And that's what I'm talking about, that yeah. kind of stuff. But I think this is a really good direction, this one D&D &D and how they're taking an action-oriented um, action feat. Action-oriented feat system. 
Um, I'm all about it. There is one more thing I want to talk about. Cool. Did that, they increase their spell list? Because that really needs some fucking fixing. So, they didn't so much... I don't know if they so much increased the spell list. Did but they, they make it variable? They basically looked at P- Pathfinder 2E's spells. Way of doing spells. Yeah. The whole... No, no. The whole way of doing spells. Okay. And said, I want that. But make it a little bit different so, so no one knows it's my homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know how in D&D they have... Instead of having the cleric spell list, the wizard spell list, the druid spe- or the druid spell list, instead they have arcane spell list, primal spell list, divine spell list. Sure, they just have the fundamental. Are you saying blocks. Pathfinder? Pathfinder two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have. Like, you said D and D. Oh, so, did I? Yeah, you did. Sorry. In Pathfinder, they have the arcane spell list. Yeah, so wizards, the sorcerers, they, they all. It's like almost like schools. Yeah, it's but almost like, but not the, quite schools because they have schools with it. Yeah, like genres of magic. Call it genres. That. Yeah, they call. I think they call it like origins or sources. Sure, sources make sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, primals like nature magic comes from yeah, nature. They, um, they did the exact same thing. Smart. I'm okay. Sure. <laughs> I'm not going to complain. I mean, like ultimately <laughs> all of the other, it's really just rebranding because I mean, like at the end of the day, um, you had a bunch of classes that shared spell lists anyway. Yeah. So it's like, they just have to type it out twice. Right. Yeah. So instead of being like, refer to the cleric spell list, which now feels like you're like bastardizing another class. Yeah. Now it's, refer to the spell list that is this type of magic yeah it, they just don't have to type it out as much it's just less word count so they can make more money which is fine i think that sure. i think this, that's, i mean i don't think that was the reasoning behind no it. i think it was a simplification for us it's simplified and i like that yeah. i'm totally fine yeah. with that so that's the thing is the more i read about this yeah the more convinced you got the more i'm convinced that they're going in a better direction okay and i know there's people that like 5e as it is now and they're upset and i'm going yeah, well, it's, it looks like the pendulum's swinging my way now, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, ultimately, it's going to be, I think it's going to be good for the people who are into 5e um, from somebody who's played other games and have seen other games take this path. It's a good path to take. It usually pans out very well. That being said, um, I still don't think it's going to be enough No, to really sway me as a player to come over because uh, at the end of the day, it's still not what I'm looking for out of a game. I, you're absolutely um, right. And it, like uh, it, people have to understand that I'm not knocking D and D overall. There are just certain aspects I find that other systems just do better. And uh, it's nothing against D and D. It's not like I'm like, Oh, D and D is just bad. No, it's just D and D isn't enough. Yeah. It's like the storytelling of um, fantasy flight style yeah. is better than D&D. And the mechanics, if you want crunchy tactics, is better in Pathfinder. Yeah. So D&D is like some middle ground that doesn't quite live up to the good, the best of either side. I don't even know if, yeah, fantasy flight might be a bad example. There's better examples out there. But like, yeah, for story, I mean, like, because their, their adventure paths are kind of poorly written. Oh, that's upsetting. It's not, I shouldn't say poorly written. They're just... Everything in, in Fantasy Flights, like Genesis and Star Wars and stuff like that, it's all based around, like, it, it's, it is designed for somebody who is a veteran storyteller. Got it. And if you are a veteran storyteller, it's perfect for you because you know what you're doing. And you can run with some of the gaps of knowledge. And because the gaps are not are pretty few and far between. But, like, ultimately, I'm, it doesn't really matter. It just, D&D could do better in certain areas. And I think that if if they just put in that extra bit of effort, they would pull the veterans out of the other systems. Yeah. 
And like right now, they're not looking for the veterans, which is fine. Um, they're creating their new generation, which they've done successfully. Yep. So I can't deny them that. This I think is almost neck baby. Five E to me was baby's first tabletop role playing game. One hundred percent. This is adolescent. This is feeling like the next. You've graduated. Step. Yeah. Here, here's your hat. Wear this hat forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do. It's a bit more complex. It's a bit more into yeah. Now that you know the rules of 5e, all you have to do is really tweak them, tweak them to get this new system. Also, um, so why things are not compatible and why they are is yeah. obviously you can see the feats here. You use the same kind of like. Are more powerful mm -hmm. than feats from 5e. Yeah. Not only that, but in these rules, you get inspiration at least once every day, no matter what, mm -hmm. which you don't get in normal 5e. So you also don't have an, a free advantage to just use. Right. And monsters don't crit in this version anymore. Oh, you smart fuckers. So oh all the CRs God. are fucked. Oh, no. <sighs> so the you can okay. crit, but the monsters don't because they didn't like the idea that, especially yep. at low level, you know that same feeling, yep. the same mistake we, we don't like in Pathfinder 1, where if a monster crits between level 1 and, and 4, four yeah. you're fucked. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. I, it sucks that as a DM, I don't get to crit, but here's the deal. They balance that out because what they've done is, you know, like the dragon's fire breath type of thing where you do it yeah. once every so rounds. They've done more of things like that. So the DM doesn't get crits like, ha uh, ha They ha. get utility. They get utility. They get tail slaps that come out of nowhere. That's better. That's better. So the DM can control it more, which means yep. the DM can tell a better story fight. Yep. And depend and doesn't have to it, lie about their dice as much. Yeah, don't have to worry about spiking the fucking party. Yes. Yep. No, I fucking love it. No, it's smart. <laughs> I fucking oh, love damn it. it. <laughs> and like that's the thing is like I don't want to give them praise, but like that's good. They, as far as I can tell, mechanically, yeah, they're making all the right decisions as far as I can tell. Uh, yeah. Based on what we see right now. Yeah. No. Based off what we see, it's good. It's good. It is good. <laughs> and um yeah it's it's one of the things that it's like i don't know why i'm sighing so much because like i want it to be good i want people who play dnd to have a better experience so i am very enthusiastic that they're getting this um but this is essentially what pathfinder should have done in the first place when they made 2e they should have just released a new iteration of the rules yeah and Iterate things down. Kind of like Core Finder's doing. It's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is what, what Core Finder's doing. So. No, I, I think you're absolutely right. And the thing is, this isn't really backwards compatible. Like, it is. Yeah, if you, if you fucking squint and look sideways at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the same way that we play Pathfinder, and we do roll in some things from 3.5. Sure. Because it is backwards compatible. But if you put up a full 3.5 character... Versus a full Pathfinder character, even just two different cores, yeah, yeah. they don't stand a chance. The yeah. Pathfinder is more powerful yeah. and more unique. It absolutely does not work out. So, okay, is it backwards compatible? Yes, barely. <laughs> yeah, rules as written versus rules as intended, right? Sure. Yeah. So, I, I think ultimately, out of all of this, as much as I hate their bullshit wording, like it's bigger than a new version and all that marketing buzzword bullshit, bullshit. Yeah. i really like the decisions mechanically that they're making which is weird for me to say and it's weird even more that a lot of the people that i know that are hardcore 5e fans yeah aren't happy with this this is getting a lot of flack i <sighs> mostly because of the idea that you're saying that 
people have bought a decade's worth of content and yeah. they're fucking them over. They are. But you don't really have a choice. Like, if you want a new version, you, you do it no matter how you do it. I just, I think you're right. They're doing it too early. I think that's the big problem here. They're doing it too early. If they'd waited five years, maybe, maybe it'd be okay. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Five to 10 years, I think, is, it would be the next right number. Another five or 10 years. How many has it been right now? Just about 10. Yeah, another 10 years. I, mean, I know that sounds insane to some people, but like tabletop games age very differently than a computer game does or like a, yeah, like a, like anything else does. Tabletop is one of those weird things where as you build upon it, it becomes what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's a little unfortunate they're doing it this way. Yeah, I think so. Well, it's one of those like bitter sweets kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I hope that everybody who's invested is happy at the end of the day, but I don't think that'll happen. No, I don't think it'll happen. And we're probably not moving to D and D five E or six or whatever, 5.5, whatever this is going to be anytime soon. Cause we've still got over a decade of Pathfinder one content and then some, because and if we really want to, there's a lot more stuff yeah, it, out there. Exactly. I'm, I'm basically expecting us to go from Pathfinder one to Pathfinder three <laughs> or core finder. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm, I would say probably more likely core finder because of Paul's, uh, um, Ancient. And investment in it. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But I don't think that's a bad thing either. No, we'll see what, what happens with that when it comes out as well. I'm wondering, yeah, I'm wondering how much of the old content will carry over. Yeah. Don't know. Hmm. We'll see how it goes. Well, interesting. thanks for going down this weird, the only one path we could take. <laughs> one path. One D&D. &D. <laughs> um, Fuck, that's dumb. This is Rainbow Priest Plebeian Adam. Yeah, and just Rob. And you can catch us. We actually have an announcement to make today. We do. Rob, I think this is a new announcement for you. I don't think you've been paying attention. Normally, we do the thing, and then I say thanks, and we hang up. Yeah, I, I made a mistake <laughs> on this one, so you can say thanks again. Oh No, I'm not going to. It's dead now. <laughs> we are announcing that Raised by Spoilers cool. is getting its own channel. Nice. So it is splitting off from here. So all of the episodes will be available there. We're going to keep all the old episodes here. Yep. Um, they're just going to get split off. We're going to have a cross promotion. So we are still all a part of the rowing geek. We're all, oh, all so together. So you're pulling a Watsy. We're pulling a Watsy. <laughs> is this, this is one raised by spoilers. <laughs> nice. Nice. Like um, it. and our episode for October will be vampires. It will be oh, about vampires. Nice. I won't spoiler what it is yet. Uh, so that's it. That's all we've got for announcements. So for raised by spoilers, join us at RG, uh, sorry, our Raised by Spoilers, RBS Pod at RBS Pod on Twitter. Yeah. And Ronin Geekery at Ronin Geekery on Twitter. So that's where you can find us. Cool. That's it. That's I'm not gonna do the intro though, so you can just say thanks now. Go away. <laughs>